0: Hey guys, Nancy here from the Comindy Trot team. Today's episode 10 of KT Confidential. We're talking about what's involved with staging home in 2019, Adrian trying to get fit, and is the square footage in a listing legit? Enjoy. (laughs) Use it! Use it! Feeling giddy today, are you? Yeah, it must have been that fiery ginger I had this morning. You know, uh, if you build your immune system properly, like wild you're on the oregano oil
1: yes yeah, well oregano it. oil you're only supposed to take when you're when you have symptoms
0: no not true
1: yes I went to the health store and they said that oregano oil is only supposed to be consumed when you feel symptoms and it's not it's a it's not a preventative
0: so it's a more reactive yes thing? yes well so ginger turmeric, uh, lemon. Uh, those are all things to help boost your immunity. Um, echinacea, vitamin C, of course. So I take it all, all the time. I didn't know this about oregano oil. I take it on a pretty regular basis. So
1: It even says on the I'm bottle. I'm glad
0: everybody joined in on the fiery ginger. It says on morning. the bottle
1: not to take it regularly. So you might want to check.
0: I don't know. Uh, Yes, I'll have to look into that.
1: Yeah. So today we want to talk about staging and whether or not it's relevant in real estate in 2019.
0: Is it necessary? Does it help? I get that question a lot, actually. I get, you know, is staging my home very necessary? Because in our process, it's a standard. It's a must. Uh, There have been times where, you know, it doesn't, a home won't need as much as certain homes. Um, or by request, a seller will say no staging, and of course, you know we're well, a and bit flexible. And that's but.
1: because they're very narrow-minded, typically, and see their taste as being perfect. And why right. would I need to change it? And sometimes it is. There are people with um, the type of. Well, an interior designer, we we have
0: listed a home for an interior designer before. But even at that point, you would suggest, does that style suit the buyer audience for the home? So in 2019, I think it is much, much, much more important to have a proper staging plan to sell, not only to sell the home, but to sell it quicker and for more money. And we have consistent uh, stats that say a nicely staged and prepared home does sell for anywhere from two to five percent more um, so it's an excellent return on that investment and you know a lot of I think why we started talking about this topic as well is a lot of Realtors believe they stage homes or say they stage homes
1: oh my god there's some people that You know it's their listing, and they just use the weirdest things. Remember, there's that one particular realtor that uses these big, ugly fucking neon doilies on the dining room tables. You know,
0: let's not (laughs) mention any names, but their version of staging is taking the same color of accessories and just putting it in all random places to the point where there's table, what do you call them, like placemats? Yeah in like greens and purples and puts but it... But they look like doilies. Like they're not nice. No, they're not. Yeah. But they put them under like a places. TV yeah. and on a nightstand uh, underneath the uh, um, the lamps. Like in these, the oddest of places. And it's the ugliest of colors. Yeah. Like has... So, you know, some, even some realtors think they have a flair for uh, decor and staging and... Man, it, it just doesn't look good.
1: Yeah. So first of all, let's kind of narrow it down. So staging as a whole can kind of encompass a lot of things just with the whole preparation and and showcasing of a home. But in its most basic form, I would say that it's, you know, the, the main purpose of it is to ensure that a house feels its most functional, uh, it's very welcoming and the space is utilized to its best capacity. And if you've got a dining room that it's set up in that configuration, so you don't have a dining room used as a playroom for kids. You have a dining room used in its intended
0: purpose. And it goes so much deeper. I mean, maybe we should walk everybody through uh, a little bit of our process, but you can bring furniture in, accessories in, doll up the house, if you will. But if the house is dirty, stinky, Um, you know, is your house properly staged? Then it goes even further than that. If the home is properly staged, it's clean, it's looking good. There was a plan in place to, you know, properly configure the rooms and its use. Um, What's the marketing in the home? Like, what is staging? Really, what is staging? In my opinion, staging is preparing your home in every facet uh, to best appeal to the buyers. That means pulling out all of the stops and all of the tools, all of the technology that's available in 2019 to get more buyers interested and when they're in your home to get them emotional and let them fall in love with the house. That to me is staging, not just throwing some cheap ass furniture, rented furniture in in the house and saying, oh, the house is staged. No, it doesn't cut it anymore. No.
1: And, the, and you, you hit the nail in the head with the key is emotions. And when you're selling something, if somebody is um, in, committed and involved in an emotional way and they're making emotional decisions about to buying that product, whether it's a laptop, a car or a house, price becomes less of an issue. If they're just making a logical decision and see it as a means to an end, you're going to put up more of a, they're going to put more of a stink up in a fight when it comes to the price. So if you can do it properly and get people to fall in love with the house and get them to really envision themselves living there, they will pay more money. What are you drinking? Coffee.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm having a chamomile tea and there's uh, it says in all things of nature, there is something of the marvelous. Wonderful. That's My quote of the day. That's I It's very guess. deep. So, Here's the thing, when you're preparing a home for sale, there are so many things that need to be done. I mean, if you think about our process, we have our stager go in well in advance of the listing date. We have a house
1: going up in March this year. The stager was there in November of 2017.
0: 2017? 17. I hope that home is really prepared. (laughs) It's going to be perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So, But that's the start of the process, right? So our team leaves our clients with a room-by-room action plan, essentially, of what they need to do to prepare for us. And then we develop a plan based on... The rest of the house on how we're going to stage it room by room and that goes down to proper color schemes proper placement of furniture light bulbs light bulbs paint colors pillow selections art selections um, size of bed type of bedding i mean right down to the very minute details that when somebody walks in you see i believe a home is absolutely, or a home could absolutely be an impulse purchase. 100%. And that's why in 2017. We've experienced it. 100% we have many, many times because our homes, quite frankly, I'll do a little chest pounding. Our homes look fucking awesome, right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, if somebody walks in, and I've said this before, you walk, you've heard that. You know, when so- somebody walks into a home, they know it's their home. People always say that, right? Oh, you'll know it's your home when you walk first in. Be- first yeah. impression. You'll know your home when you walk in, you'll get that feeling. Well, what is that feeling? That feeling is an impulse purchase because in 2017, how many homes were sold in multiple offers with many offers? Do you think those people were thinking with their head? They didn't no. have an opportunity to. They didn't know. have an opportunity to think it with their hearts, So they walked into a home. They loved it. And they said, okay, we'll pay whatever the hell you want. Just give us this house. If the home doesn't show well, and it's not properly staged from A to Z, um, you don't get that same feeling. You don't get, why does everybody love builders model homes? They walk in, they're like, oh my God, this is so nice. Well, that's what you need to recreate when you are selling a resale home. So- we talked a little bit about the extras um, that we feel and that our clients feel really elevate uh, how our listings appear. I think that is the way of the future right now because, you know, there are a lot of realtor staging. Some of them do a good job of staging their properties. But to the most extent right now, what our competitors are doing would be make sure the house is clean great make sure it's tidy and organized throw some nice furniture in there some nice pillows some artwork great house is staged then it's on the market but it doesn't end there
1: i and it's it's more important in this day and age because back in the day before people were doing all their due diligence online they were just flipping through a real estate book they might see one maybe two three four photos of a house they would have no idea what they're going to see so they probably go see more homes than they would have otherwise. Now, people are crossing homes off of their list before they ever see them based on what they see online. So it's that much more important to make sure the house looks perfect.
0: Well, I know from looking at many, many listings online, as an example, I can tell you when a home is dirty, when a basement's poorly finished, when kitchen cabinets have seen the best of their days, Um, when a home is going to require a little TLC versus, you know, a home that's moving ready, nicely decorated. Yeah.
1: Well, to the point where I've had, um, clients looking for certain type of, of a property, it became available, but the marketing was shit, bad photos, no staging, very few photos. But I knew because I happened to know that particular floor plan that it was the ideal home for them but trying to convince them after they see the listing is near impossible because they just say, nope, don't like it based on what they see online. So it makes a
0: huge difference. So that begs the question, does staging even start with photography?
1: Well, staging encompasses almost every part of the process. Does it
0: include photography? Does it include the video? Does it include your property brochures and how, how the home is presented online digitally, like our 24 page or 20 page brochure that we create for our properties is not only available in hard copy in the home for anybody to take that's visiting, it's also available in an actual digital copy where people can flip through online Um, because there are foreign buyers or buyers that are on vacation when a home comes up on the market. Like, this stuff is super, super, super important. Um, Does it include things? So we install Sonos speakers on every finished floor. We have nice light music, either jazz or something appropriate to that particular home, playing softly so when people walk in, it's not just dead air. Um, Well, the few tricks
1: to getting a first great... A great first impression is make sure every light is on. We make sure that all of our listings, every light, ceiling light, lamp, table lamp, floor lamp, whatever, they're all on. Yep. So you're walking into a properly lit house. Make sure the temperature is
0: perfect. Make sure the music is playing. I was laughing so hard when you posted uh, that uh, text from your client, Sanjay. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Somebody yeah. forgot to flush the toilet, left a deuce in the toilet and yeah. went to work. I actually,
1: so, so people know those text messages. I'm not recording your text messages. Don't be afraid to have a conversation with me. But those are reenactments of real situations. So there was a house where somebody took a dump. They didn't, and I swear it was sitting in there. Well, this one particular home I remember, it was a vacant home. And it was probably a contractor. And it was in there, I'm guessing, for days and it was disgusting. So I'm sure that turned a few people off. Oh, for sure. Um, my biggest pet peeve, I would say, something small is lights and the color of the lights. So I think this is something even that's important for you in your day-to-day life living in a home. Um, it's very important to have consistent light bulbs around the house uh, for the purpose of selling, for the sake of, you know, photography and stuff like that. But also a lot of people are still using those really white, almost blue bulbs. Some are LED, some are CFL. Um, And they probably don't even know, but I'm sure that kind of messes
0: with your your mood. Right? I'd be curious to see if there's any research, there must be some kind of research or studies done on the color temperature of lighting in the home to how you feel.
1: 100%. So, a hundred percent. So like a traditional incandescent bulb is, I don't know, maybe 27, 2800 Kelvin 25. or so. 25. Is that low? Yeah. And then um, most LED, like the decent ones are about 3000. As soon as you go above that, you start to get more like lighting you'd see in a hospital. Very stark. Very stark. A little on the bluish side. Yeah. It's it
0: not makes th- photography look awful like
1: And it's not very nice. Like when you walk into a house with proper light bulbs, it's just more, it's a warm atmosphere. It's more inviting.
0: So dimmers, you know, we don't talk about that too often, but even when you have warmer light bulbs and good lighting, um, you really can set the mood in certain rooms with dimmers. So even if the lights are on, they don't necessarily need to be at the maximum Of that particular light Um, bedrooms as an example like a nice master bedroom Um, we've got the Sonos playing a little bit of maybe romantic piano and the light dimmed just a little bit can make it very warm very inviting you know you you might be able to see yourself walking into that room and saying ah you know at, at the end of a long day I love to relax in a room like this so Lighting is absolutely one of the most important steps in selling. The type of light fixtures, the placement of lights, the light bulbs, that to me does encompass or is part of staging.
1: 100%. Another big thing I see is a lot of people when they buy furniture, like some people buy furniture before they ever move in and they don't even really take into consideration placement, size, uh, the layout and function of the room and how that piece will mesh with the other pieces of furniture in the room. So it's very common. We'll see somebody that has a living room with a, let's say 10 foot wall. So they go out and buy a 10 foot couch because it fits on the wall and it may be comfy and it may accommodate a lot of people, but it probably doesn't look nice and it probably doesn't make the room feel big. So. Uh, It's really important to make sure that you're bringing in appropriate size furniture. So for us, staging is sometimes uh, replacing existing things. Sometimes we work with what's already there, but it's huge in making sure room is functional.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, the fine details too. So talking about a sofa or a couch, you know, is it clean? Right. You know, people that have kids and pets, like I know in our house, we're always washing or Natalie's always washing the, the sofa cushions um, because they get dirty. Um, having a nice clean um, sofa or any clean furniture is very important. But then the accessories that go along with it, you know, the pillows, uh, the throw blankets, um, well, and that area rug.
1: Those are the things that make the difference between a home that looks staged And you can tell it's been staged and it's not particularly inviting versus a home that's properly staged but you don't really feel it it's staged you feel like it's a home you feel feel like like the
0: homeowner has absolutely amazing taste right and you you can envision yourselves living there as it is right Um, when you know when i know we've hit the mark is when i'm doing one of our open houses and it happens all the time people start saying oh is can can we buy some of this furniture can, yeah. is would the seller consider selling that
1: yeah or like, we get the comment of is this a builder's model home and oh. we've had that in homes that are 10
0: years old yeah we get that all the time that's when you know you've done it right so there's another part of the whole staging plan is when people walk through our properties we have our floor stand um, usually in the um, in the front foyer and we're doing a lot of Uh, self-selling today, but uh, this is a very, very heated topic amongst a lot of realtors right now and um, sellers too. Well, if you're a real
1: estate agent, take notes, because if you're not doing this, shame on you. And if you are just a homeowner looking to sell, make sure whoever it is you hire is providing these services. So floor plan
0: is in the stand as you walk into pretty much any home that we list um every home that we list yeah we have that floor plan created by a floor plan technician so they actually go out measure the entire property right down to like millimeters so if you did any custom changes to the property it's in that floor plan that floor plan goes in the brochure it goes in the digital brochure it's available for anybody to see people are visual they want to see it it's the first thing people see when they walk into the property and you don't expect that in a resale home right so people walk in and they think oh yeah what what's going on here is this a is this a model home because you only expect it yeah. with builders
1: but and it's even more important in that that one sign like what's in it is almost irrelevant but having that sign greet somebody in that initial moment as they're taking their shoes off and consciously or not they're creating a first impression about the home right We're catching them in that moment. We're telling them this is a different experience from the other 10 homes you've been out to see today.
0: And instantly it becomes memorable and different. And we follow that up with the little tabletop stand. So if that home has something unique about it, um, we're mentioning that. Yeah, unique or just something that might be easily overlooked. Like Steve in his latest listing on Naren Circle, it's got that awning. Did you guys do a, a tabletop stand for the awning? We did. So the awning—he couldn't stop talking about this fucking awning. Like, you know, it's a great feature, though. It like, is. if it, he's, he's but he, laughing it goes and smiling. To, yeah, but it goes <laughs> to show—you never know what feature somebody gets excited about. Well, it's the middle of winter, so nobody's going to think to, you know, start and playing around with an awning. Right. Uh, and. It was probably very expensive. It's got some really cool
1: features too. Oh, imagine this. Okay, so let's say we didn't put any of that in the marketing. We didn't point it out and make sure people knew about it. Somebody could very, and this happens all the time, somebody could very easily buy the home, move in in the spring, walk it onto the deck, turn around and see the awning and say, oh cool, I didn't realize there was an awning here. And then realize there's a remote control. Oh cool, I didn't realize it was controlled electronically. And then find out that it automatically retracts
0: in high winds, so homeowners spend a lot of money on it you have to showcase it you have to showcase it i'll never forget you told me this story i think yaddy purchased was a yaddy that purchased the home that they didn't even know the floors were heated oh no that
1: was a different customer yeah yeah but that was uh so the in almost every uh tiled area in the home was heated and it was not mentioned anywhere
0: yeah and and heated floors if you're not specifically looking for the thermostat because they usually get hidden in places you're not specifically looking for it, it's easy to miss. Yeah. Um, especially in large luxury uh, homes or larger homes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's huge. You have to make sure people know what they're getting. So, Otherwise, you're wasting to your To me,
0: that is a part of staging. It's selling, it's encompassing everything, it's making the home stand out, it's selling that emotional feeling that you're buying a quality product you're buying a move-in ready home for your family. Yeah. It's, um, it makes
1: a huge difference. It's like if you're walking into a department store and you see a table with nicely folded color-coordinated sweaters on one side and then there's a table off to the left that's been rummaged through and there's shit everywhere. Your perception is that the ones on the right are maybe the new releases and more expensive. The ones on the left are clearance. So, again, consciously or not, this is stuff that's just being processed by consumers. So, if you have the house set up properly,
0: the the perceived value is higher. That's actually a very good point. Like, I never thought about it that way. But if you think about consumer behavior, why do people want the latest Reebok shoe or Adidas
1: shoe? Oh, have you seen the new Nike release of their self-tie shoe? It's half the price of the original.
0: It looks... Awesome, self tie shoe.
1: You control it with an app on your phone. You
0: gotta be fucking kidding me. Did you
1: ever watch what is it? Back to the Future, I think. Yeah. 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 So it's three hundred and fifty bucks U.S. It's
0: no lace, it just tightens. It just tightens itself. You can set. You it. need an app to tighten your fucking shoes. That's. Oh, Why not? Now I'm getting heated because you started the day by telling me you hired a trainer for a thousand bucks a month. And now you're telling me there's a shoe that ties itself with an app. <laughs> I didn't order like, it. What fucking planet <laughs> are we living on yet? See, every
1: shoe will be like that at some point. I got to see these. Gone shoes. are the days of, of, the days of laces.
0: Do you want to talk about your, your trainer that you hired? Yeah.
1: So I've, I've gone to the gym very inconsistently since I was a teenager. I have my spurts where I'll go for a while. like before Tessa was born, I went for a year and a half, three to four days a week consistently and then she was born and whatever life takes over like, for sure. No no it's just that's an excuse. It still could have made it happen um, but I I diverted from my routine. so but I never really saw a ton of results even during that time I mean, felt way better and I definitely looked better, but not to the degree that I think I could have. So I really want to get back into it and I know that I could go back and do my normal thing, but it's not going to produce the results I want. So I've been following this guy um, on Instagram. What's his name? What's his uh, Insta? I'll pull it up. Sammy. I can't remember his last name. Hosni? Sammy Hosni. I'll pull it up. Um, Anyway, so he does uh, online personal training and I felt like you know what that's that could work for me. Everybody, there's a lot of people here. Is yeah, Sammy Hosny, S A M I H O S S N Y.
0: How many followers does Sammy have?
1: Sammy has, oops, that's the wrong person. Fifteen point eight
0: thousand. So how did you find him? You just started.
1: I don't know. Just all of a sudden, all these fit men started appearing on my Instagram page. (laughs) Uh, So I clicked on one of a, a ripped guy with his shirt off. (laughs) I have no idea. Um,
0: I thought our our explore feed was looking a little bit random.
1: Uh, And uh, yeah, so I started following him and he had a lot of good advice and he was posting regularly and you could tell he knows what he's doing and he's in good shape. So I'm a big advocate of don't take advice from anyone that's not where you're trying to get. Yeah. Yeah, Like I'm not going to take fitness advice from somebody
0: that's not fit. That's like um, don't hire a realtor that sells two homes a two homes a year. That's right.
1: Yeah. So, uh, this guy was kind of like that's <laughs> like where I want to be. I'm sorry to all the new realtors
0: or the 50 uh, 50% of realtors that only sell two two homes a Those year. Those are the
1: part-timers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: Um anyways, so I thought, you know, what if I'm committed financially and I have a little bit more structure to Thousand my routine? a month though. My favorite part is the location.
0: Yeah. Oh, he lives in the UK. So how the hell are you getting personal training? Yeah. And, and I'm blown away. Like all of the advice that we give people of things to do with your money and, and invest in it. You've in, well, it's an investment it's, in your health. It's the best way to spend your money. So I am really curious over the... You've hired him for three months. It cost yeah. you three grand. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what he is bring, what value is he going to bring to the table? For and sure. he's in another country. Yeah. Like, is this going to be watching Donna Summers and like doing skip rope in, uh, in your living room? No, no. Morning? Like, yeah.
1: Like, uh, so he provides you with a meal plan and the meal plan. I mean, this stuff you can get elsewhere too, but he gives you a meal plan every day, every meal, Um, gives you the recipes, the grocery list. That's cool. Yeah. So it, it, again, it gives you. Is it, it Alicia kind of, going to be
0: on the program with you?
1: Um, no, but I'm sure we'll eat similar foods. I don't want to make multiple meals. So um, I'm sure from the food standpoint, perhaps. Um, so that's helpful just to have a bit more guidance and structure to your eating habits, and then it gives you your workout routine for every single workout. So day one, do this. Here's all the videos on what you need to be doing. Day two, rest. Go for a walk. Day three, this is what you're doing. Um, and it's he has it's on an app, so I record my stuff, so he can keep track of what I'm doing or not doing, my progress. And you take photos and stuff, obviously, and see your progress as you go. And um, and then you have your uh, weekly chats uh, via Skype or WhatsApp, whatever. So video chat. So you have you're held accountable, and you have that person that knows what they're talking about. They hold you accountable. Um, and I, I'm not a big fan of coaches for, we talked about this, for business. I don't feel the need for one for this, but for that I do. Because it's something that I just, I need somebody to push me.
0: Although in our arrangement, I mean, we have employees, but you and I are pretty good at holding each other accountable and then holding the business accountable to what it, yes. each other need.
1: Well, having employees, all, all of a sudden they're, that's who you're accountable to. Right. if you're not productive then they don't get paid
0: or they don't become productive or the business doesn't grow right yeah so we are in ourselves coaches yes and we coach our employees that's right and then we hold each other accountable so it's a little bit different but a standalone realtor that works on their own might find a coach like that uh, yeah. very useful so not to say it's just not for everybody right but no, i'm course. really curious i wish you good luck with it because um you know feeling good and being healthy um is by no means my new year's resolution but um you know uh, losing a few pounds like the winter weight and the baby i call it the baby weight because since you know we had the twins um i do have a lot less time and conveniently when we had the twins our business grew Tremendously, yeah, for sure. Uh, so we're very, very busy, and um, well, and that's
1: probably because perhaps for you personally, I would assume because it affected me. Is as soon as I had kids, it's like I now have more of a reason to work and more of a reason to leave something
0: behind. Bro, I go through. I counted because I did an order. I subscribed to um, some new diapers on Amazon because they've outgrown the size. You did, huh? You, yeah,
1: for you. For the kids.
0: For the kids. Okay. The kids have grown out of their existing size diapers. Okay. I don't wear diapers. <laughs> okay. Um. Now I lost what I was gonna say. What was I gonna say?
1: Well, I was talking about how having kids motivated me to work harder. Mm.
0: So I did the math. We go. And I don't through, know why I was doing this. We go. <laughs> so I don't <wonder> know what
1: <laughs> reference that has to working harder.
0: Uh, we go through approximately three hundred and thirty diapers a month. Uh, approximately $700 worth of formula because they're on um, special formula because they, they're allergic to dairy. Um, clothing, I mean, they're growing at a crazy rate. So any parents that are listening know a little bit of what I'm talking about. Having the twins, obviously, everything's multiplied. So that was a kick in the ass. At the same time, we were finishing our basement, doing the landscaping in the backyard. And two months later, we bought the cottage. So if that wasn't a motivator to make sure everything's paid for, um, and to have maybe a few bucks on the side yeah. to, uh, to save for ours and their futures. Um, yeah, definitely everybody gets motivated different ways, but having kids, uh, certainly will do it.
1: I agree. I don't know how we got on that topic.
0: Well, we started just talking about, uh, expenses. Right. Went from staging to you looking at fit men on our Insta. Yeah. Um, That's how I get motivated. So for 2019 staging, I agree, encompasses way more than furniture, accessories, artwork. You got to look at the entire picture. It goes right from the first impression when somebody walks out of the car in front of the home down to the in-home marketing. The way it stays. Anything, Anything, any touch point, any online, touch point.
1: in person, any opportunity you have to connect with someone on that emotional level and needs to be perfect. One other thing I want to talk about because you, you mentioned floor plans and you had a funny call the other day. So we hire a company that goes in da-da-da-da, measures floor plans and gives us the accurate total square footage of the house on each level.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: So a lot of Real estate agents don't do that. They use the builder's floor plan and use those specifications to list the home. Which
0: technically you can't even use.
1: Right. But it's... MLS rules. You you need to have a proper... Yes, I agree. And it's... Right. So, well, legally. Legally. But nobody's doing it. And it's not enforced. But so a lot of people are using these original floor plans that the builders provided pre-construction and using those measurements to advertise their home. So let's say, I can't remember which, which house was it? 16, no, was it Monaghan, Nairn?
0: No, Langholm.
1: Langholm. Um, So the
0: builder's floor plan is 2070.
1: 2070. And you came in a 2090 something. 2092. Right. So a real estate agent calls Ariel. And gives him flack and says, "By the way, your real your measurements are incorrect. The yeah, the
0: square footage in listing footage is wrong. It's
1: wrong. It's actually whatever 2070 uh, based on the builder's floor plan. Well, what do you think is more accurate, the builder's floor plan pre-construction before they've put a piece of wood up, or a professional's measurement after the fact? Come on,
0: people. Right. So our measurements are again down to like millimeters. Yes. And you know the difference between the builder's floor plan and what you actually get can have variances, and I'm sure they have, you know, those asterisk clauses where it says the final product may differ. Um, you know, the location of walls. Um, when you look at a floor plan, the little squares in a bathroom usually represent one foot. Um, I promise you, if you look at your own home, take a look at the floor plan, go into that room and measure it out based on that floor plan, it is not accurate. No. Um, It's it's essentially a sketch of what it's more or less going to look like. Yeah.
1: Well, and at times that difference, even if it's minute, can make a big difference. So the house we sold on Lederman, the builder's floor plan is 1385 square feet. The actual measurement came in at fourteen oh two, pushes you up on the Toronto Real Estate Board that pushed us into the next bracket. Instead of thirteen to fourteen hundred, we were now fourteen hundred to fifteen hundred, so it looks nicer.
0: And you know, in the case of our listing on Langholm, um, I still want to know: is it Langholm or Langham? Because I've called, I've said both. Anyways, Langham twenty seventy to twenty. Ninety-two. It's 22 square feet. Doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a four by five room. Yeah. Or it's a chunk of four by five. Or
1: it's the difference of maybe being able to get a king size bed in a room versus a queen size.
0: Exactly. Makes a huge difference. Huge difference. So um, staging is encompassing many, 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 many things. And of course, for those of you listening, you want our opinion on anything and how your home should be staged we're always happy to chat give our free advice
1: i thought we weren't doing any plugs today we
0: just did damn it thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to check us out on instagram and
1: follow us wherever you may be listening